Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 15, verses 29 through 39. Yesterday, Jesus used an interaction with a Canaanite woman, a non-Jewish woman, to signal to his followers and the people who are looking that this message of the new covenant is going to be accessible and available to Gentiles, people who are not Jews. This woman displayed great faith. And in today's text, we're going to see more of that. People from the outside being ministered to and receiving the benefits of the kingdom of heaven in the person of Jesus Christ, even though they are not of the Jewish faith. Verse 29, Jesus went on from there and walked beside the Sea of Galilee. He's, by the way, walking along the Sea of Galilee in the Decapolis. We know this from the parallel text in Mark. The Decapolis is a region around the Sea of Galilee that is not inhabited by Jews. It is inhabited by Gentiles. And he went up on a mountain and sat down there and great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and they put them at his feet, and he healed them, so that the crowd wondered when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. So this is fascinating. Matthew's audience is Jewish people who, by this time, are probably having some consternation about the fact that Jesus, this Messiah, the promised one who the Old Testament foretold, has gone beyond the bounds of just ministering to the house of Israel, as he mentioned in yesterday's text, and now he's ministering to Gentiles outside the house of Israel. The Pharisees obviously have major problems with this, and your everyday Jew would have probably been a little uneasy about the whole thing. Nevertheless, the end result is that these Gentiles glorify not just God, that's not what Matthew says, they glorify the God of Israel. In other words, this God, the one true God that was passed down to us through our fathers as first century Jews now who are experiencing the ministry of Jesus right in front of us, this God of Israel is being worshipped as a result of the ministry that Jesus is doing among Gentiles. In other words, the result is in line with what they would want. They would want the God of Israel to be worshipped, and that's exactly what's happening. Let's keep going. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they've been with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. And the disciples said to him, Where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven and a few small fish. And directing the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took seven loaves and fish, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied, and they took up seven baskets full of broken pieces left over. Those who ate were four thousand men, besides women and children. And after sending away the crowds, he got into a boat and went to the region of Magadan. If that text sounds familiar, it is familiar because Jesus just fed 5,000 in Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 through 21. You can go back in our archive and hear the Daily Dose devotion that we did on that text. This is not the same event told a second time. This is a different event. And there are some distinct differences in this account that might fall in line with what we've been talking about Jesus' ministry to Gentiles. For one, the feeding of the 5,000 was in a Jewish region, and it was done to feed Jewish people 
people who are coming to hear him and be healed by him. Here, he's in a Gentile region and people are coming to hear him and be healed by him. And even though the number is different, 4,000 versus 5,000, these are both huge crowds. And the fact that he's willing to do this miracle for the Jews and the Gentiles underscores what we've already said, which is that Jesus is turning a corner to extend the message of the kingdom of heaven to people who are not Jewish. The most perplexing part of this account for me is the disciples asking him, where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed this many people? Well, if they were with him in the last chapter when he fed the Jewish crowd of 5,000, they shouldn't have to ask that question because they know he can turn just a few loaves and fishes into lots and lots of food. And I don't know what to make of that question except maybe they were different disciples. Some of them were with him in the one account and not this account and so they hadn't seen it or maybe they figured that he wouldn't do something like this in a Gentile region the way that he did in the Jewish region. In other words, maybe the disciples are learning and growing like everybody else in the Jewish community as Jesus continues to exceed their expectations. Another distinction has to do with how much was left over at the end. You remember when Jesus fed the 5,000, there were 12 baskets full at the end that they all picked up. Those 12 baskets probably tie back to the 12 tribes of Israel or somehow the 12 Jewish disciples. In this instance, there are seven baskets full where the 12 would have highlighted something that was exclusively Jewish. This number seven is a number of completeness in scripture. There were seven days of creation, for instance, and on the seventh day, God rested and everything was complete. There are other instances of the number seven being significant. If Jesus feeding of the 4,000 Gentiles is accompanied by seven basketfuls left over, that number seven could indicate a completeness as it relates to the notion that Gentiles would be ministered to with the gospel as well as Jews. That God's redemptive plan from the beginning was always to include non-Jews, which we know to be true from what we learned in the Old Testament and what we're seeing unfold in the New Testament. At any rate, this account is included in our Bibles just a chapter away from one that's very similar to it. In the past, I would have had a tendency to blow over this and think, yeah, I've read this before, let's get on to the next thing. But it's here for a reason, and we should slow down and consider what that is. Maybe there are some outsiders who you are aware of who you don't think necessarily should be receiving God's grace or should be part of his family. If so, and we all have moments like that, it'd be good to remember what Jesus is doing here to include outsiders among those to whom he reveals the truth and shows compassion. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.